Oh my God, man. I've talked about this on so many occasions, but what we're going to do, we're going to look at different ways that you can combine things to make sentences and, you know, making those collocations in general. And so again, a couple of questions for you. Obviously, do you ever travel on business? No one is traveling on business at the moment. Uh, unless you really want to go through the hassle of going into countries and con oh my god it's just so much um and then of course you know omicron has come although it is just like a cold uh they're shutting down the country again and this is just what the media and politicians love but anyways uh have you had any remarkable airplane journeys and this is a question for you um, and ways that you can actually, you know, speak about these journeys is by saying, okay, I don't like, I can't stand, meaning that's a little bit more, you're, you're expressing a little bit more dislike instead of just saying, I don't like, you're saying I can't stand, meaning you really don't like, all right, I hate, I dread, okay, dread is probably the worst one, right? And then you have the positive ones. I like, I look forward to, I enjoy, I love. Collocations you could use is like, uh, I don't like getting my luggage, okay? Uh, I dread the endless, uh, oh my God, let's see here. I dread the endless delays. Welcome to Thailand. You know, Thailand, uh, not all Thailand, okay? Just the big airports because, you know, Thailand has, I believe, only run one rate just dumb as hell. Like, how can you be a massive country that accepts so many flights, but has one runway? Um, and this all has to do with obviously the corruption that this, that everything at the top of this country is, you know? Um, but listen, even on the tarmac, like Thailand is so obsessed with traffic that they even have traffic on the tarmac. You'd be like, oh, sorry, we have a 20 second delay. There are 10 airplanes ahead of us. I said, wow, you guys have even, you guys love traffic so much that you're obsessed with traffic on the goddamn tarmac. This is how backwards it is out here. But nonetheless, I do not complain about it. I just state it. But in the smaller airports, saying like going to Krabi Airport or Sudat Airport, never any delays if you're uh, traveling Thai Air Asia, unless you get very, very like if you get very unlucky however vietnam and vietjet air you guys already know my 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 uh, that that distaste i have towards the worst airline in the world so uh vietjet and uh thai vietjet you can kiss my ass anyway so look we got different things you could say late getting losing the endless flight meeting tight missing finding out uh you know i i dread you know, meeting strange people, <laughs> right? That happens often. Uh, language jet, getting away from traffic, having, being away from visiting, right? And then the last part could be interest in people, problems, jams, la uh, lag, uh, my luggage, like I had already said, food, queues, long queues. America loves this, okay? The long queues, okay? I remember I was in a queue to get on an Airbus A380 eight years ago. 2013 when I was moving here when I was a kid I got there five hours before there was a line already I stood up for three hours and I still wasn't done I said my flight's gonna leave soon 
And luckily I had already checked in online and I hurry up and checked in and I said, okay, let me just hurry up and get the hell out of here. Uh, the queues are just, were terrible at LAX. But the thing is, the only airport that is, the only couple of airports that I know from personal experience, I haven't been to Europe, but the only airports I know that do such a phenomenal job is Singapore, okay, Changi International, and Narita. Those are the two airports I've been to because they're efficient. Japanese, they are the number one most efficient nationality, okay, efficient people in the world, period, okay? Love them, number one, okay? And then you got, obviously, uh, Changi International, where it's either the ground crew or you speaking in or checking in or, you know, getting your tickets. It's just so easy. It is so easy to get out. It, like, and even with immigration, you could do the e-immigration and walk right through without having your passport checked now. That's how amazing it is at Changi. However, when I was getting into Singapore last time around, it took 30 minutes because this guy, it's so funny. When I got there, you know, he's, he just kept looking at the monitor and I'm just like, dude, hurry up. Damn. And then he's like, oh, you're a teacher? Yeah, I'm a teacher. You got anything else? God damn. Just scared the goddamn thing. I ain't got no other. Hurry up. And this guy was way darker than me. He was like, uh, he was Singaporean, but he was, you know, he was of Indian descent. And I find it very, very funny that the darker individuals, whether they're from Maldivian or Singaporean, they have, <laughs> they have a tendency of looking down on people who are a little bit lighter than them. With an American passport, might I add. Fucking idiots. Anyways. So, have I had a remarkable airplane journey? Now, I don't know if I told you guys this story. A lot of you are new to this podcast. So, in 2009, I was, I wouldn't say I was, yeah, I guess you could say I was dating a little bit. The Japanese girl who I had met through MySpace three years prior, she met me in Vegas. I know it's crazy, crazy story when I was a baby. Uh, In 2008, I went to Australia to meet her in 2009. When I was going back, I was all brokenhearted. I said, oh, my God, please, help me. Oh, my God. You know, sayonara. You know, yeah, yeah. And I forgot how you say I love you in uh, Japanese. Uh, but, yeah, anyway, Satomi Nakagawa. What an asshole. But, anyways, I'm so grateful because she actually, you know, enabled me to travel for the first time. And I realized that America was no more for me. Anywho, I'm over here drinking away my sorrows. And I see two guys from Orange County. Didn't know they were from Orange County, but they were drinking like crazy. Okay. Now, remember, this is at Sydney Kingsford Inter- International Airport in Australia. All right. And they're drinking their heads off. They're stacking the cans that they're drinking. And then this lady who was actually cleaning there, I think she's from the Philippines. She, I, I don't know what was going on. There wasn't an argument, but it was just really funny. These guys were crazy. And they saw that I was down. They were like, hey, man, come on over here. Orange County guys. Okay, we're talking about a couple of tall white dudes, probably got all the money in the world, very down-to-earth folks, down-to-earth meaning unbelievably friendly. So I go over there, and they're like, hey, don't worry, man, you're going to come back out here, and it's going to be all good, and all that good stuff. And I did end up going back out to Melbourne the second time, then Melbourne the third time, then I moved to Melbourne two years later. But anyways, these guys, (laughs) we were flying with V Australia, now known as Virgin Australia, and they were just acting like fools. They were walking into premium economy and, oh man, it was just so much fun. And so 
I went to go see them, and then this guy, one of the guys, are having an animated conversation with the lady on the plane. And I asked him because he had a bottle of like whiskey. And they're like, oh, yeah, they told me, you know, I can't bring it out on the airplane. She said, I have to hide it. And I started laughing. I said, you can pour some in my cup. He poured some in my cup. I went back to my seat. And then, you know, on the air, like on the airplane, 12 years ago, you could start talking to people in seat. And so what ended up happening, I remember looking over to my right and I had a full road to myself in the middle of the airplane. It was a three, four, three seat configuration. So I look over to my right and I saw a cute looking girl. And I said, ooh, wait. I said, oh, Laurie, Laurie, Laurie. You know, I was just too excited. And so I messaged him and I said, hey man, there's a girl over here, man. She is super cute. He said, go talk to her. I said, I'm scared. He said, go talk to her. But the next thing you know, she starts like listening to music and banging her head like very hard. I was like, oh, shit, this, girl, this girl's crazy as hell. What the hell's wrong with her? So I sent her some messages. And the next thing you know, I don't know what I said. I was like, hey, looks like you're listening to really cool music. I'm, I'm over here to your left. And then finally she looked over. I'm like, hello. And she said, hello. So I went over there. I started talking to her. She has an Aussie accent. Uh, and, you know, I introduced myself and her name was Maine. She was a little bit of a loudspeaker. Lights had dimmed down and stuff. I was sitting next to her and stuff. And then after a while, I said, you know what? I'm going to go sleep. She's like, okay. And so we both obviously had gone to sleep. Uh, her and her row, me and my row. I woke up. I, I'm talking about we were descended already, right? It was like one hour before we woke up. I said, oh, my God. I went into a coma for about 10 hours. It was the craziest thing on the planet. And guess what? Her and I still speak this day. Um, I did say Merry Christmas to her. She said Merry Christmas to me. Um, and she is she has her own uh, business out there in Perth, Australia. She has, uh, I don't know if it's a husband now, but she's had all the money in the world. I don't know how she makes her money. And I don't want to question that whatsoever. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But, uh, you know, a very materialistic, like, oh, I'm so beautiful type of girl. But she's someone I still keep in contact with today. And so... That had to be by far the most remarkable journey I had ever had on an airplane. Um, you know, I've met some crazies 15 years ago when I was barely 18, year, uh, 18 years old. That, that was not remarkable whatsoever. Uh, plus, I lost my luggage on that plane. Stupid ass McCarran International in Las Vegas. Um, you know, also meeting a guy from Singapore, meeting a Japanese author when I moved here to Thailand. Phenomenal individuals. Um, Tomoko, big shout out to you, Singapore Airlines, still love you. Man, Tomoko was amazing. I still remember. She worked for Singapore Airlines, Japanese as usual. She came right up to me, went on one knee and said, sir, is there anything else I can get for you? Put her hand on my shoulder too. I looked in her eyes. She looked at me. I said, could it be love? I'm telling you, boy. Oh, my God. Didn't see her again. Still miss her to this day. Um, Man, I'm telling you, man, I had some great experiences. That's what you guys need to do. To sum this up, write down a couple of things by, hey, look, you could say what you really like, right, in terms of emphasizing your opinion. So get a journal, okay? If you want to practice your English, if you want to practice gratitude, if you want to practice getting into a positive mindset every morning, every evening before you go to sleep or, uh, you know, right when you wake up, journal about great things. What I really like about traveling is... What I hate most, oh, don't, don't, don't put the whole hate thing. That's terrible. The thing I love most is, the best thing is getting out of the office for a few days, visiting foreign places, finding out about different cultures. That gets you into a very, very positive mindset. 
And while I was telling that story, I saw everything. Although my eyes are open, I saw myself in the plane, seeing that guy, you know, seeing May over here. Oh, by the way, I, I didn't want to tell you the drug that May had taken at the time. That's why her head was just going all over the place. She took ecstasy. I don't know who the, who the hell first takes drugs and takes drugs on a plane and sh- it takes ecstasy on a plane. The craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, and I was like, oh, my God. She's like, yeah, I've taken E. And I'm like, what's E? She's like, ecstasy. I said, oh, hell no. She crazy as fuck. I'm out of here. <laughs> I said, uh-uh. I-, I ain't messing with no druggies. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but she's actually very down to earth. And so um, the the journeys and the things that we experience, it's such, it's so amazing. And so much gratitude comes and pours out of my heart when I could think about some of these journeys and stuff. So, you know, uh, one day I will fly ANA and Japan Airlines once things start opening up again. I want to get on an Emirates flight. Um, And I would like to, you know, visit Dubai and a couple of other North African countries and going back over to the Middle East and going to Petra and Jordan to see Hanan. As a matter of fact, who I had brought on to the podcast before, a Jordanian teacher for international school out there in Jordan, you know, being able to immerse myself into different cultures, different opinions, different backgrounds, you know, having students from Iraq, Saudi Arabia, Jordan, and being able to blend in with different cultures and accept everyone's opinions and have respect for that is one thing that the reason why I started the podcast in 2018 on March 27th, it was a podcast without borders. So many people, 189 countries, over 12,000 cities now, uh, 410,000 downloads slash plays, uh, getting ready to hit that half a million probably by April or so. And I couldn't thank all of you enough for all my travels and being able to speak about my travels in so many different ways that ends up being very entertaining. But again, I would love for everyone to connect with me and come on to the Arsenio's ESL Instagram podcast page. And you could tell me about some of your journeys on a live if you do so, if you dare to. And tell me about what you've experienced in the goodness and the beauty of traveling, different cultures, and all these different stories. I would love to hear your stories, and I would love you to express that with other individuals. So in saying that, we in the next podcast are going to listen to, I believe, oh my God, I don't even know how many, 18 short dialogues, short conversations about people involving people traveling on business. And then we're going to break down some travel tips that I found from a CEO or the CEO of Rainmaker Thinking, Bruce Tolgan, in regards to travel tips. And that's what we're going to be doing in the next podcast. So with that being said, thank you, everyone, for the first wonderful week of the Arsenio ZSL podcast in business English. Stay tuned for more over and out.